What is up, Smarks, Marks, and 9to5Jobbers? My name is Kevin. This is Mike. This is Andrew. Nate Dog in the house. You are listening to the Five Wise Marks. And we're back with another episode of the Five Wise Marks. We've got Turner here. Hello. We have Nate here. What's up? We have Kevin here. Actually, we need to make an announcement about Big Kev. Big sexy Kevin Nash dudes. So here's the thing. Kevin has had a new job, doing jobs, all night. So, he's had not had enough time for the podcast, man. So, what we had to do is we had to go ahead and give him his future endeavors, brothers. So, at the end of the day, Kevin Meadows is a free agent. If you're looking to have somebody not show up on your podcast, <laughs> he's available as of... Two weeks ago, at least. <laughs> As of September 11th, 2020, dude. I was going to say last October. <laughs> well, he was still under contract then. Yeah. We had a no-compete clause. <laughs> he had to finish up all of his dates with us before he could move on. Uh, anyway, we are going to have a surprise debut of the fifth Real Wise Mark next week on the show. Stay tuned. See you guys later. Yeah. (laughs) And if Maynard isn't out running trains, we might actually have five people to run a train on your ears. (laughs) So we have a lot of catching up to do. It's been a little bit. Things have actually been busy in our lives. Like, real busy, not fake Kevin busy. So (laughs) we have to catch up on a lot of things that have been happening in the world of professional wrestling. We've got Roman Reigns coming back at SummerSlam. Maybe taking the back of his foot and turning it left and right. We've got Keith Lee situation, dropping from NXT, going to the main roster. We've got the NXT title situation with the Keith Lee fallout. Miro, the real Slim Shady, joins AEW. (laughs) Matt Hardy takes one hell of a bump, and his wife bitches about it on Twitter. Yes, she did. And most importantly, saving the best for last, we've got that villain that heel, that wicked witch of the West, Bailey, mm. just just crushing the hearts of the fans, devastating us with her treachery and her evil. Never and, saw it coming. And she no. will pay back. At payback? At Clash of Champions. <laughs> In two months. Yeah. So, what we have to do first is we got to talk about Roman Reigns. Finally... Finally, turning heel. What the fuck? I must say, you watch more WWE than I do. Is it a full-fledged turn? Are we still tipsy-turvy? No, he's heel. Okay. He's He's straight up heel. He's with Heyman. He's heel. Okay. And I like that the first feud is with family. Yeah. That is a good way to cement the heel. It'll be interesting to see how this match goes. Because uh, it could be like a, a you know, clean finish thing, or it could be like real ultra personal dirty type of finish where he like over the top beats his ass. So he's wrestling Jay at Clash of Champions? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. He is the number one contender. I don't know if they've officially set it for Clash of Champions, but Jay is the number one f- contender. I think it's official. Yeah. So they're going to have that match, and what's going to happen from there is either... Jay turns heel with him? Do we do like a finger poke of doom type situation? Or we just totally cement that Roman's a heel? I think it's cement Roman. It's just going to be 
if it could, if they could do some blade jabs, this would be just, you know brutal, just bloody, just beating him down. Well, you know that you're not my family anymore. This is my family. Pointing at the belt. Yeah, I mean, that's a way to do it for sure. And we're sitting here with 93 WWE in the background. It's a battle royal, so you'd think the Berserker would win with his gimmick of throwing people over the top rope. But if I remember correctly, Terry Taylor, Typhoon, Razor wins this. Owen, Owen. I haven't seen this in probably... Duck-ass Bob Backlund. I probably haven't seen this in 27 years. Uh, we were watching 93 WCW Saturday Night, which was excellent. And now we're watching WWE 1993 Raw, which is very much not. We picked, I think, one of the best random Saturday Night shows. Of Regal's American debut. We had the SMW Invasion, yeah. Smoky Mountain. A Wyndham Sting main event. Uh, a pretty decent Hollywood, pre-Hollywood Blondes. Yep. Austin Pillman versus Johnny B. Bat and Two's Cold Scorpio, which is all right. It wasn't, it wasn't as good as you might and, think, and, but it was good. And a decent little Godwin's match. Too. Yeah, pre Godwin's. Yeah, yeah. So Roman, so Roman Reigns. <laughs> anyway, now that we've uh, now that we put over WCW, now that I've been distracted by the Berserker, what do you think uh, was the the turning point with Vince as far as all right? This is this is it. This is the time we got to turn Roman in the in the COVID era. What? Because I think it would have worked so much better, obviously, years ago, but with the crowd especially. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, really cementing that fact that, okay, the, the turn's there, it's real. So. I would say the ratings hitting an all-time record low might be the, <laughs> the, the catalyst for Vince to finally change. A, de- a desperate yeah. grasp at straws. I've also heard that apparently Roman wanted it, and Roman and Paul Heyman are the ones that are doing a lot of the booking of Roman. Which is fine. I think Paul Heyman. If Paul Heyman likes you, he's going to treat you very well and, and, and push the fact that he's your guy or you're his guy. And he's got Vince's ear quite well, even though he got fired. I think he's still he's still a prominent figure. Um, but Roman Reigns heel. I, I, I'm very much excited for this babyface Roman. Uh, boring. Very boring. Just boring. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's boring. Suffering succotash. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Son. <laughs> but what do you think about... So Obviously, he's full-fledged heel, as you're saying, but pretty much the same gear, pretty much the same music, right? We still got that going on, so why can't we have a change in, in gear and music? I actually don't mind them keeping the same bland stuff to like make you want to not like him. I will say maybe okay. maybe it's time for theme song change, but like yeah. keeping the same gear actually is kind of like a subtle, like, fuck you. Fuck you, yeah, yeah, yeah. To the fans. I can get that. But like... Rounds moved on to a couple different themes. Obviously, it's been, it's been six full years since the yeah. breakup, but um, he still has that. It's like, dude, it's been six years, man. Maybe I it's know. not your fault, Roman, but speak up for yourself in that in that sense, because when, when people want to change with you, it didn't happen, man. Yeah. So here's a question though: If Lesnar comes back, are they going to set up another Lesnar? Oh, that's Roman something I feud about too. With uh, contract situation, with Heyman in there, could be. I mean, but are people ready to buy Brock Lesnar as a babyface again? Maybe this is why Paul went with Roman because he knew Brock wasn't going to resign. Yeah, Rock, Brock isn't coming back anytime soon, so he hasn't been there since Mania. Heyman mm-hmm. Heyman needs a new uh, gravy train to get on. So, yeah, yeah, I would say there's a potential. I think if I had to absolutely guess, the long term booking. Implications is there's no such thing as long term bucking here. Well, but I, I would 
see they're probably going to try and get uh, Edge Roman would be my Ooh. my guess. Do for we think Edge is going to be make? Is, is, is he going to make it to Royal Rumble? Will he make it back? You think or probably? I heard I heard at late this year would be the timetable for him to come back. So because he got hurt what May or June? What, it was May. Backlash wasn't it? Yeah, it was May. Okay. Yeah. God, that was a hell of a debut. We popped hard for that Rumble. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was fun. We'll be back here for Royal Rumble 2021 for sure. When Edge re-debuts again. Re-debuts again, and I'll pop just <laughs> and, as hard. And wins. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Edge, his former opponent, Randy Orton, has been feuding with Keith Lee and Drew McIntyre. Kind of interesting little three-way feud going on in Raw. Uh, Keith Lee makes his uh, main roster debut in a dress. Right. With generic rock music number four. Yeah. It's like... Old WCW style. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't Man really... called Keith. <laughs> well, I think the issue is they're trying to get rid of the uh, CFO's music. Yeah. Because they're, they're no longer signed with WWE, so they're trying to cycle their music out so they have to stop paying royalties to them. But So what's the difference between... Put a little more a, thought into that. What's the difference between an NXT and a Raw music change on I me. Mean, I mean, they're both in USA. I think they just so. saw it as a good time to change his music. Like, they didn't want to change it after he debuted, but they're well, going to change you know, it now. With Vince and how he how he mm-hmm. is throughout the years, is he he got to put a little spin on it. Yeah. So, what, whether it's huge or very, very slight, you got you got to put a little bit of Vince in you, and uh, usually it's for the worse. <laughs> so, Yo, yeah. Especially for Keith Lee, who uh, was a double champion here coming off NXT. Yeah, like six weeks ago, he was a double champion. Yeah. I mean, um, granted, he did beat Randy Orton clean in the middle of the ring. And he he needed that. Which was big. If he would have lost to Randy Orton... That would have just been him dead on that, a that's a, that's a burial. Yeah. Well, well, I, isn't, I hate using that word, but... Isn't Vince, like, really, really high on him, though? Yes. That's like Vince's... Like, when they did the NXT thing in 2019, at the end of the year when NXT came up for Survivor Series, right. that was the one guy Vince really keyed on. Is like, that's my guy in NXT. Remember, he had a I little one on one face off with Lesnar at the Rumble. Yes. Oh, yeah. but, well, but Lesnar was taken back. Yeah, you're right. Well, he Survivor Series 2019, he was yeah. the final two with Roman. Yeah. yeah. He made it all the way to the final two. Walter's out in 30 seconds. Yeah. Keith Lee us, went 50 minutes. I remember us talking. It was Keith Lee and um, Adam Cole had huge Novembers yes. of last yes. year. And so did uh, Rhea, Rhea Ripley. Ripley. Who was, who was uh, cold as ice now. Very, yeah. very cold. With, if you're so, By the way, if you're associated with Robert Stonebrand w- with or against him, you are so ice cold, man. Yeah. So ice cold. Though I, I'm interested to see her match with Mercedes Martinez because that's probably going to be a banger. Oh, yeah. So? Those two? I yeah. mean, oh, they can go. Both of those girls can go, and it's in a cage. But it has, like, no heat, though, coming No, out. but it'd be an interesting match, at least. I mean, I'll watch good. it nonetheless. Yeah. It should be good. Well, I think we kind of ran Roman into the ground here, Keith Lee into the ground. I, I don't really have much else to say because we're, we're still in the development stages with Lee. So we don't really know what's going to happen. I hate that they're blowing off a Lee and McIntyre on this upcoming Raw. Well, we'll see if that's the blow-off. Well, why, why are they giving it away so early? I think Randy Orton's going to interfere. Oh, yeah. Would be my guess. Well, but, but still. Yeah. That's like a TNA thing. We'll give you this big dream match for free three minutes interference. Yeah. Um, yeah. NXT, we do have some title situations going on. Right. Slightly. Uh, well, because obviously we had the situation where Keith Lee dropped the North American title. He, he relinquished it, right? Re- relinquished yeah. it. Yep. Um, so there's the, the ladder match. 
The five-way ladder match. Which was won by... Damian Priest. Punishment Martinez, yeah. a.k.a. Damian Priest, celebrating in the hot tub with the bitches. And have you noticed, yes. his, have you noticed his ever so slightly gimmick change where he's... He, whatever he was before it was, was what he was told to be. And then I believe Triple H was said, be more what you be are. Be more you. But turn up to ten, right? That's what yeah. everyone says, right? Yeah. And now, so now he, he's, he's kind of like, like a tweener. A, right. He's not just a heel. He's well, like a tweener. You can tell he's more comfortable. And yeah. I think that's what why they put the strap on him is, is he's he has that confidence now. Yeah. I love his work. He's damn good. Very good. Well, and I feel like he's one of the people in NXT that's had probably the best 2020 out of NXT people. Yeah. Uh, he's gone a long way from where he debuted from where I was kind of, eh, I don't know if I felt the gimmick. To where now he's much more natural. I feel like he might just completely do away with the Archer of Infamy gimmick. Like that yeah. name. like Because yeah. that doesn't fit what he's doing now. No, not at that, all. That, so. That's just kind of like random, like Murderhawk or whatever. It's just like random. Because well, every wrestler, every everyone needs a second name. The yeah. Sting was the icon. The Rock was I would kind of like him to get... Champ. It was, it's, it's for merch. I'd like to exactly. see if he can get his old like punishment name in there yeah. somehow. Like Damien Punishment Priest or something like that. The, pun- the Punisher. Pun- punishment Priest. Punishment Priest. That would be pretty sweet. I can see you know? I can see that. He can, or, if, he, if he's buddy-buddy with Triple yeah. H. Or like, get a new move named Punishment. Right. That would that, fit just fine. That could even just work as like, his, his t-shirt. Right. Uh, that's a name that on a t-shirt looked really cool. Punishment. Actually, you might get in hot water with Tito Ortiz. He has Team Punishment out there in California. You don't have Team in front of it, you're fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and he's been well established. He's been using this name for a long time in the right. Indies, so yeah. it's not like you know he just came up with it yesterday. Uh, we also then had the situation with the NXT title. Keith Lee drops it to Karrion Cross, who we thought. Like, did you guys think in going into that match that? Lee was losing and moving on up. Was, yes. that, the, was that the scuttlebutt yeah. in the in the dirt yeah. sheets? It seemed like it was the time for Keith Lee we to could, move on. Oh, Cross was getting that mega mega rocket, mega mega rocket yeah. strapped to him. Which unfortunately, because during the match was it dislocated shoulder, separated shoulder, separated shoulder. Yeah. yeah, to to the point where we'll talk about you know he had to give up the title. And, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. he had, so he held it for one day, two days, whatever that turnaround was. He's, he's Finn Balor. Unfortunately, yeah, there's not much... Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, there's not much else you can exactly. say, but then... It's unfortunate. He, he's gone yeah. uh, for however long. Uh, the rest of the year, I'm assuming. It's going to be a while, yeah, probably. What's a separated shoulder rehab look like? I don't know. Five to eight months, probably. But Could be a probably, while. Probably something like... If you're not John something, Something-ish, like probably like Finn's. Yeah. But he got hurt. Well, then you have the weird... Iron Man match thing that they did on yeah. NXT that ended in a draw. Ended in a draw. I hadn't just, actually had the chance to watch it. To yet. set up Adam Cole, Finn Balor. And this is what I, I had texted you guys earlier in the chat. I go, there's no possible way they could put it just right back at Adam Cole. It wouldn't make any sense. It would just reset to three months ago, basically. Right, and yeah. that like that would just totally piss me off and just, yeah, you know. Especially after, you know, Adam Cole's most recent feud was with a Football retired punter, which was a decent decent match, but nonetheless. Well, Pat McAfee's a natural wrestling heel. He's yeah. great no, at that. He's Pat McAfee is awesome. He got a great promo, but like, how, yeah, exactly. How do you put? The, how would you ever put the strap back on Adam Cole when he held it for over a year? Yeah, and now he's kind of sort of babyface, so it doesn't really make sense for him to get it again. Yeah, but do you think? Here's the thing. Do you think his team, the Undisputed Era, 
Who's going to turn on who? So, something's got to happen, right? There's got to be some sort of breakup. Somebody, or someone's going to stay in NXT. Someone's going to get bumped up, or is there's going to be a heel turn, yeah. face turn. Something's something's got to change with the unfortunate that thing here. is once O'Reilly and Fish go up to the main roster, they're stuck in mid card tag team hell. Yep, they'll experience what FTR has experienced. Yeah, is maybe they'll do uh, comedy a little bit of success in the beginning, but then they're going to get convoluted um, comedy, yeah, ill timed. Just garbage. Gimmicks, you know. Whatever makes Vince go, ha, ha, yeah. ha, Good toilet, shit. Toilet humor. Yeah. Um, Call it. Razor wins the Battle Royal. El Gigante. Thanks to uh, Dickless Yeti there. <laughs> the Yeti. Dickless Yeti and Downtown Bruno. Yes. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do with, uh, with Adam Cole going forward because he's – Done everything he can possibly achieve in NXT. He did. Uh, he is probably the most accomplished champion in a long line of champions. I believe he is the most accomplished. He is the most accomplished. Was, Either him or Johnny Gargano are the most accomplished NXT wrestlers. Yeah. Ever. Right. They're the two that have established this not as a developmental. Well, well, it's, yeah. It's like, you know, when you finally run your course... In that territory, what do you do? You leave. But the then, territory. what do you do when you're five foot seven and you have to go onto the main roster with what? Vince McMahon? That, do you that's have... it. Uh, you would hope that someone would have a bug in his ear, a Heyman, a Triple H. Hey, listen, you know, who knows if McMahon watches NXT? Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. But that's definitely the best booking within the whole company. It is. I mean, by far. That's not saying much generally. But those those. NXT shows are they're easy watches. For one, they're two hours. If you watch them now, it's an hour and a half. Well, I, I so, mean, SmackDown's a decent watch, at least. Right. Smack- we got the Thunderdome, bro. Because of the Thunderdome. We got Thunderdome. Yeah. Uh, I would say that I just don't know what Adam Cole's future is. But I, I'm in that same breath, though. I'm kind of I'm I'm curious what's going to happen. Like he's like for me, he, he's his NXT run's done. I think and there's nothing left that you can accomplish. You wasn't he not the first North American champion? Yes. Okay, so that's done. He hasn't won the tag titles, but but he's he's in a faction yeah. with a tag team. Exactly. I'm waiting for them to turn on him or vice versa. And you're the longest reigning NXT champion, dude. You had it. You done it. Go test. I, go test your medal with with the likes of uh, Orton and and basically anyone bigger than you. Yeah. But. We'll see how that goes. If he had a good run, he had a good match with Daniel Bryan back in November with the whole Saudi situation. Yes. That made him right there. That made him right there. I think he goes the IC title picture. Oh, is I that Jeff Hardy right now? It is. The Jeff Hardy, Sami Zayn, AJ Styles stuff. I think he's. I think he fits right there. That'd be fine. I mean, Adam AJ is probably a match that would work. I mean, that's a talent that he could Bolton work really Bullet well. Club yeah. Thing going on yeah. there. But, yeah, like I said, we don't know what's going on with him, but I'm kind of curious to see and interested to see um, what his future holds because he is a shining star in that company. D- despite his weight and height, he's got a good promo, so. I don't know what the fuck you're saying. Man. I was trying to say off camera here is my sound good. No, your sound's been bad, but it's not as bad as Turner's. Oh, I'm good with that. <laughs> <laughs> Turner's practically whispering. Uh, Damn it. Nothing out of the ordinary there. Yeah. I'm going to try to yell here. So here's the thing. We've got the Adam Cole situation. But then we have 
McFingerbang, not Twinkle Toes, just Fingerbang, Fingerbang. Finn Balor, was the title. Here's the guy. I thought there was nothing left for him in NXT. And then he wins the title again. <laughs> then, yeah. <laughs> but, just look at it. But I don't think that was, obviously it was not in the plans. I think it's just because he's the number two heel on NXT. And well, the number one heel, Karrion Cross went down. I really yeah. thought, like, he spent a year in NXT. I thought, okay, he's done there too. Shifting back on up to the main roster. I mean, whether he liked it or not. But what else is he going to do? He's been mid-carding pretty hard for the last year. You know, doing yep. fine. But, okay, because they brought him up last year to probably boost ratings. Because like, they were running they wanted some, head for head. With they wanted another main roster known talent. On and, and, I, draw some eyes. and I thought it was a good move at the time. But yeah. I think, at, you know, he was... I thought he was going to be done, but now obviously he's going to have a pretty big run for a while, or at least two or three, four months. At least, sure. at least until they can set up whoever the next person is. Which it could be just carrying Cross again. Could be. Depending probably on what time be. he's gone. Cross Balor, I'd be interested in that. That'd be a good match. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, I don't even know who the natural challenger is for him in the short term. But now you got Tommaso Ciampa coming back full heel again. He lost to Karrion Cross yep. at the In Your House takeover. Went away for a few months. Now he's back heel. Gargano's heel. He crushed Jake Atlas in a squash. Yeah. yeah. And that would actually be kind of interesting would be to see Gargano and Champa as heel tag. Ooh, I'd be in on that. But aren't you... Who, who's the top face on NXT right now, then? I don't know. That's... That's the problem. That's the it problem. It was Keith Lee. Yeah, it yeah. was Keith Lee. You took him away from us. I don't... I still think the Velvet... Damian Priest is... He's a tweener, but... Yeah. Even towards face now. Yeah. Velveteen so. Dream? I think he's got some major heat going on. Yeah. Oh, he's got some backstage issues yeah. going on. He's got some Chris Hansen situations going on. <laughs> yeah. He might just take, take a seat. seat. Issues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I don't know... That's what I'm saying. I don't know who they're going to push as the top baby face now. Do they drop somebody down from... Adam Cole roster? is, but we talked about him. Do you drop somebody down from the main roster? But who would that be? Yeah. You know, guys would probably want to. Some of them would, for sure. Well, sp- speaking of, there's new NXT tag champs, too. Brizongo won yes. their first ever uh, tag, tag team, team title. Yeah. Over um, uh, Imperium. I actually believe that's both of their first titles, period. And I think so. And don't you think this, is that not long overdue or no? I mean, for NXT, I think they're fine NXT tag champions. Because there's a guy, yes. Tyler Breeze went up. Like, he was hot and heavy oh, in he 2015. Was... He could have been the first inaugural North American champ. That was, That's the title. Yeah. He, he worked with Liger. He looked with Jushin Thunder Liger on NXT. 2015, right? Yes. That's a strap built for him back in the day when they needed it. Yeah. He would have been a great secondary champion for NXT then. Yeah, he, he, was, he was a perfect like mid-card style champion. But, yeah. but he went up to the main card. You knew he was going to flounder. You oh, knew yeah. it. Oh, yeah. That gimmick was never built for main roster. Mm-mm. And then, So I'm happy he found his way back uh, to mm-hmm. NXT, teaming with Fandango. And yeah. They got their first but, uh, run. But are they the best men? That's what I want to know. Are they the best men for the job? I don't I think, think they're the best men. Because there is a best man in AEW. I heard about this. Yeah. The best man. Jonah Hill? Well, I was, was going to say Stan. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps Marshall Mathers. <laughs> The real Slim Shady, Shady, please stand up. You know who it wasn't, though, who came out? It wasn't Rusev. It was no. Miro Bull. It's Miro Day. Miro. 
And after Marvelous Mark Miro. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. That's a good one. He's got a, a pretty heavy following on Twitch. I believe he stated he retired from professional wrestling. Little did we all know he was working as pal. Actually, he was not because, as we all know, AEW is not professional wrestling. It's fucking mud. <laughs> it's outlaw, outlaw mud show. It's outlaw bullshit. <laughs> he didn't say he was retiring from outlaw mud shows. Got a got a point so, there. I mean, on a debut scale, zero. <laughs> zero for the Miro. Yeah, I, I mean. It's minus five stars. It's a lower mid card comedy gimmick. Kate Sabian is a jobber on dark. Yeah, his girlfriend is more over than he is. Well, I the, the, that was actually the, the meme I saw tits. online was. Hmm? Yeah, well, so the gimmick I saw online was showed a picture of Miro with them, and he said, "When you're finally on the right side of a cuck angle." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Zing! Yeah, I mean, I just, I don't buy it. It was just so, like, of course you don't have the crowd there, so you can't have any kind of reaction one way or another, but it was just like, no one even saw it coming. It was just so bland, so blob, so just yeah. basic. Like, And then he came out there, okay, not only did he have blonde hair, but now he's, he's taking shots at the former employer. Yeah, I mean, like... This is so Who put like him up to that though. This is so like ninety six, ninety seven WCW. No, Jericho. Supposedly Jericho did the oh. promo. Jericho, according okay. to Jericho, because he has to expose their whole business. Yeah, there's another podcast right yeah. there. Yeah, so Jericho has to expose everything. He says, "Oh, I wrote that whole promo. Great, jack off." Yeah, Chris Jericho. I gave you. A, I even loved you in the beginning of AEW, but. As we'll get into the mayhem, mimosa, mayhem. I don't bullshit. know. We don't even want to no, talk about that. No. It's such bullshit, man. That can lick my asshole. Such yeah. bullshit. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that I warned everybody about with AEW why I didn't want to watch it from the very beginning. And then they had the stadium stampede, or as Cornette calls it, football fuckery. It's I good, mean, it's a good way of putting it. I'm done with this company. Yeah, my, my level of uh, happiness with AEW, and I'm not a defender. Per se, but they, but it's but it's 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 going downhill. They even so. made NXT totally or I mean, sorry uh, FTR totally Blanchard combination look weird and bland and not natural. Like, well, it, it's a it's a great combination, but the way they're pushing that forward, it's just not it's just right. like uh uh I don't know how to do that because they're like they turn the heel sort of, but then this. Yes. Like, are they gonna align with Paige? Now Omega's gonna go singles. Yeah. It's like, be more definitive, please. Which, by the way, talking about crappy breakups, forwarding a little bit. I mean, Paige Omega was not like this. Oh my gosh, hot angle. This is just, I don't care. I I will say, back in February, I cared. Like that Revolution pay per view. Like it it had me hooked. Not but, anymore. No, I no. Uh, I'm not. I just. I'm just not. And I like Adam Page. I think he's a hell of a wrestler and a hell of a talent. And I think he's got a good gimmick. But now he's like he's coming on there, uh, shoot drunk or fucking. His last call, Scott Hall. Yeah. It's like, except worse because Scott Hall actually knew how to work, which Page well, think, Page Page is not a worker. He's a guy that does moves, which yeah. is the AEW style. It just is. I mean, he comes out there, he does moves, but nothing gets over, nothing matters. 
That's just typical AEW. It's just high spot, high spot, yeah. high spot. Look at the look at the look at the pretty monkey. Look at the pretty monkey. That's what it is. Yeah. Shiny colors, high spots, garbage. Speaking of AEW high spots, Matt Hardy almost killed himself. <laughs> and just yeah, like just like Matt Hardy to do that. And, you know, he's got a, a hot head of a wife and Rebby. Oh, who needs to stay the fuck off social media. My God. Yeah, she's... Uh, she's going to get him fired. She's a, yeah, she's she's a, a bitch. She's a firecracker. She's dumb. Yeah. She's dumb and loud. She's white trash. Uh, she's like... Basically, every woman that you find, like, in 7-Eleven with pajama pants on and a right. tank top and no bra. No bra. You can see her titties popping through. Yeah. yeah with, with but, two kids and baby Yeah, shirt. I would say, but but they're down to her, her belly button because, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Looked like a pendulum swing. At 24. Yeah, yeah it looked like a pendulum swing. <laughs> she's had six kids pop up. I and mean, that's her. She's just white trash. Period. Well, this Raw is done. How'd you guys like it? Oh, Awful. This is a two out of ten raw compared to that uh, wonderful the, Saturday night. <laughs> that was a great Saturday night. Um, the whole Matt Hardy Sammy Guevara thing was just dead from the beginning because he they had that spot. So Sammy came back from suspension, right? Here's the can, thing: like this could have worked had this been a legitimate wrestling company that tried to put things as real. You have that boom, the big, the stiff shot from Sammy right. that busts Matt open, and they could have done this as Oh my God! Sammy Guevara went so over the top. Look at this dastardly, cowardly heel. How he did this, but instead they did it as, oh he botched. What a botcher! Oh, that wasn't supposed to be the spot with the chair. You the yeah. wrong chair. Yeah, like it wasn't the gimmicked chair. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Accidents yeah. happen. You let it go. You can build up to a stipulation match. First blood match or something. But Boom, yeah, there they, you go. And they could have made this real. And they could have left Matt Hardy off TV for a month where he was at home. He could have done like the COVID promo with the you know real shaky webcam type of thing of, I haven't been cleared, but when I am Sammy Guevara, right. I'm going to come. So he, he will be deleted or whatever. Yeah. He could have skipped all out, sold the injury, yes. and come back at full gear. Ready to go. With, yeah. And his promos on Twitter are much better than what he does live on, on Dynamite. Well, of course, because he can't talk, which is part of the problem. And he can't walk either. No. Seen his hips lately? Yeah, I've seen his hips since about 2002. <laughs> yeah. Hips like don't lie. I mean, he's 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 more bow-legged than a 2019 Kurt Angle. <laughs> I mean, God. Who would have thought a Brett Rope leg drop would do that to you? Yeah. I'm just... I don't care about this at all. I just... I'm so over Matt Hardy. I'm so over his wife on Twitter. I mean, just... And this is probably the hottest thing that's going on at AEW right now? Question mark? I mean... You, you have Thunder Rosa come from NWA wrestling Hikaru Shida. Yeah. There's there, there's some um, some work being done. But I mean, is that drawing ratings or is that just a, a good match on the card? Let's, uh, let's be real. That's kind of make well, himself off because he finally uh, got two good workers. The okay. last Dynamite, and I'm not trying to put him over, I'm just saying... Main evented with Brody Lee, which the whole Dork Order thing can go F off too, <laughs> against Dustin Rhodes. They drew a 1.016 million. Now, this was, this was just not last, on a normal day with no NXT competition, right? This yeah, was a Thursday because of NBA. Yeah, so they no, got that was, no, it was a Wednesday. It was a Wednesday? And then NXT had their second Super Tuesday in a row. That's when they crowned Finn Balor. Okay, so yeah, NXT yeah. wasn't so, on Wednesday. AEW right. was. Yeah, and I'm sure, was a, I'm sure AEW would have hit the million mark. No, they probably would have been no. their normal 800. It would have been like 8 to 650. Yeah. But to I guess that 
you look at it, one of those shows should switch because NXT is doing higher ratings. They're in the high 800s consistently. Yes. And so is AEW, there's, whether you like it or not. There's about 150 to 200,000 people that clearly would like to watch both. Both, right. Yeah. And when they're not on the same show or it same shows. night, they both go up by about 150 to 200,000 yeah. from so, what they would have been. I don't care who it is. I think it do the, you know the wrestling community favors if you wanted the shows to switch because yeah obviously a lot of us well not a lot of us but your diehards don't want to watch or we don't want to flip back and forth anymore no we just don't it's a different era in media right. we expect to be able to watch a program from beginning to end now without interruptions mm-hmm. I mean most people don't even watch a lot of programs through the commercials anymore no they don't I mean with DVR you can start watching a half hour late and fast forward through the commercials and at the same up. time yeah I mean, that's just how it is. So, yeah, I mean, one of the shows moving would probably be for the best. I think it's that's it's proven the point in the last few weeks because Dynamite has been pushed aside for the NBA playoffs, too. Yeah. And they did a solid number, uh, you know, for a Saturday night. Yeah. You know, because that's the death spot. Yeah. This is it's showing. They need to be on separate days for, for wrestling fans to enjoy the most. I will say it, Saturday night's not as bad as it normally would be with COVID. With there's mm-hmm. a lot of play, you know what I mean. There's not as many people going out as right. what you yeah. would consider a typical Saturday. summer Saturday night. If like this was this time last year, or possibly this time next year, they would have been two hundred thousand viewers. Yeah, easily. Uh, I mean, is there anything else in AEW we want to clean up with? I mean, I'm really very checked out from the AW product. There's not I mean, I much still watch it weekly. They had the MJF Moxley match which Oh, that's right. I yeah. think they they kind of popped it on Mox or on MJF too early. Yeah, I don't think I he should too. have been challenging for it cuz I think he shouldn't have been challenging for it until they were ready to put him Exactly. Yeah, until he was it. ready to wrestle and win that same night. Like, yeah. they got this whole gimmick where he is the presidential yeah. nominee yeah. deal. We deserve better. He's still cutting great fucking promos. Of course. Man. Oh, yeah. And he is the face AEW. Do not get that He's the up. best performer in AEW right now. He's top three in the whole business as far as uh, in-ring work and promo. The guy can, he can do it all. work. He can sell. Yeah. He can... He is... A, he's not even his prime money. Yet. He's only 24. Yeah. I'm looking forward to great things uh, with him, for sure. Yeah. He's well, better than us too. And, and he knows Salt it. to the earth. Yeah. But that's it for me for AEW. I think that brings us back to Friday nights is oh, what, what yeah. I, I see. And the despicable, disgusting, violent, ruthless attack from Bailey on our heroes, the champion of our hearts, the person who still should be holding two bouts. If it weren't for Bailey, it's all Bailey's fault. Bailey cost her the Raw Women's Title, yep. the Tag Team Titles. Bailey is the problem. Sasha Banks is two belt Banks in our hearts forever. You want to tell us who they lost the tag champs to, and how much you despise them? Yeah. Here's the thing, man. Bailey tapped out. Bailey couldn't get it done. She tapped out to Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. Which apparently Nia Jax's new thing is she's just overreacting to everything instead of hurting people. That's her new gimmick. Well, I don't know if you saw it, but like when they won, she did like the celebration where she was like sticking her tongue out and like going crazy. So she's like being really she's being extra is I guess the term for it. The kids these days. 
She's, I mean, she's over the top dramatic. Yes. Where it looks retarded. It's, I'm sorry, ridiculous. It's bad. Yeah. It's bad. And so they had the rematch on Friday, um, two weeks ago now. Uh, well, a week and a half ago now. They had that Friday rematch, which is a pretty good match. But I'm, I'm like, I actually even posted in our, our chat. I'm like, why are Sasha, why is Sasha working babyface in this match? Because she was working babyface. Like she was the one. She was selling, taking the heat, and then making the comeback. And like it was, it was just total babyface match. And it was like this is really weird. And it ends up the kind of finish to the match is they're trying to do a double team move. Bailey botches it. They both fall off the top rope, and Shane or Nia Jax is on the top rope and does a top rope cross body onto both of them oh. for the pin. I'm glad neither one of them got hurt. <laughs> And so they leave, and after the match, Bailey turns. She she snapped, huh? Yeah, oh, she, yeah, she, she boots Sasha on the side of the head, starts beating her, beating her, beating her, beating her, and then she went ahead and did the spot where she actually stuck the chair on Sasha's neck yeah. and Pil- came off the top rope and pilmanized the, the neck. And so Sasha was not on SmackDown the next week That's to, good. to sell the injury. Yeah, good. Um, however, today, Sunday, there was football on Fox. And all day, like almost every commercial break, they would say, and we're going to cut to Michael Cole talking about WWE. And then Michael Cole would do a SmackDown promo, live in the Thunderdome, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But the only angle that they advertised was Sasha Banks going to return to SmackDown next week to address the attack from Bayley. So too know. soon. I think it's too soon. I think it's too soon also. I but would, they know what the hot angle is. Do they know yes. what the hot angle is? I would have played it out a little bit longer, unless she's going to be like appearing live via satellite with and the neck brace, brace on to put over. The I, angle. I wouldn't even sell her talking because her throat got crushed. Windpipe and larynx. Uh, and I all mean, that. but I mean, you could put it as like a it, it more damaged, like the the structure of the neck, than the, the muscle, you know, the muscular yeah. tissues, and all that. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, so uh, something like that, but. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be the angle, and I don't see any way that they can do this without having Sasha go over for the title. Even if they don't want to do it at payback and say she's still too hurt, Hell in a Cell is right around the corner. Yeah. You, you can work in a gimmick match with like a neck crank or something. We know she can't break tables, though. Well, but here's the thing. <laughs> with you have a baby face who's supposed to be the underdog who's just gotten the neck crushed, what better way to work at the angle than what Sasha's ultimate match she can't get over? She can't win. She can't win at Hell in a Cell. She can't. She's she's in Hell in a Cell, and Elimination Chamber matches have been the Worst. match that really that ki- that gets her. She can't win those matches. She can't get over in those matches. And so what Bailey needs to say is, what's the one thing you can't do? You can't win in Hell in a Cell, and you can't win the SmackDown title. So guess what we're gonna do? So what you were? I'm I will wrestle you, but I'm only gonna wrestle you in a Hell in a Cell match. Right. Boom! So Bailey looks like the a coward. Very cowardly thing. Yeah, took the word right And so you build it up, and then the match has to be in a Hell in a Cell. Quite frankly, with the way WWE is booked right now, main event should probably be the main event. Uh, I, my only concern is Vince is gonna be like, well. Sasha's had a main event at Hell in a Cell before, and it wasn't as good as it should have been, mostly because of Charlotte, but it wasn't as good as it should have been, unfortunately. And 
So, to me, I think that should be the main event. It's the hottest angle going on, other than maybe Roman's heel turn. And, quite frankly, Roman doesn't have a number one clear challenger right now. Right. So, to me, that should be it. Unless maybe some sort of Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, Keith Lee thing. But I don't think that's that hot. I don't think it's that over. Whereas this no. is the one that everybody's talking well, about. We'll still have more work to do to, to, to sell you on it. Yes, I agree. And what's... I'm trying to change, but like you brought up Orton and all that, and Roman. What's going? Is is the Fiend going away for a while now too? Or is no, he's babyface. A babyface Fiend slash friend. Yep, just kind of hanging around. Just put an I in the yeah. or, or an R in yeah. the uh, Fiend. He's just doing his thing. Uh, but with Sasha Bailey, we had a breakup. I mean, the I I don't think it's it's controversial to say this, but the most successful. Tag team, women's tag team in WWE history. Oh, I don't think that's controversial at all. No, it's not. Uh, has broken up. Say, what's the other tag team? You go jumping bomb angels back in the eighties. The Iconics. Yeah, I mean, but even Bliss compared Cross, to Sasha Bailey, is yeah, second second rate. Exactly. So, so they broke up, and our top five, inspired by that, top five tag team or stable breakups in WWE history. Top five breakups. Well, not WWE. All wrestling history. Right. Yeah. Top five breakups. Wrestling. Well, history. WWE owns basically all of it. So yeah. yeah technically, w- you're right. I would say I think all of mine are WWE. Actually, yes, all of mine are WWE. <laughs> so I'm gonna go ahead, kick it off. Turner, number five. Number five. Uh, Evolution turns on Batista. Evolution turns on Batista, not Evolution on Randy Orton. Right. Okay. I just the the iconic thing is that the thumbs mm. up. To the yep. thumbs down, yep. and it's it spoke volumes. It spoke a million words in, in yeah. just one. Short... Which was the turn from the Orton one. Right. Orton was on Batista's shoulder. Flair and, and Triple H yeah. both did the thumbs up, and yeah. then went thumbs down. Batista drops him. Right. So then, when Batista turns babyface, he has the Raw and SmackDown contracts, yeah. and and Triple H and Rick are doing the thumbs up, thumbs up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. SmackDown, yeah. SmackDown. You're gonna, you won the Royal Rumble. Go to SmackDown. Right. And he holds the SmackDown one up, and he holds the Raw one up, and then he drops the SmackDown one and goes thumbs down. Boom. He's going to Raw. Triple H. And it's, I think that's, that's pretty iconic. Yeah. I think that that's gonna go down in history as one of the top WrestleMania 21 main event. Exactly. I love that feud too. It was a great feud. That got Batista over as a babyface for the next five years. Based right off that. Nate, five. Number five, I gotta say. I'm with Turner. I agree. He doesn't have a list, so he's I just don't gonna say whatever list. Turner says. <laughs> Pretty much. I don't have a list. Batista Evolution Turner. I mean you can't you can't go wrong with it because it does play off the Orton turn, which is an honorable mention for yep. me. And just the subliminal ways, also in that elimination chamber where Batista I think it was Triple H could have broke up the pin when Batista was getting pinned. Yeah, but he doesn't. Yeah, there's a lot hesitated. of little seeds planted. Oh yeah. Well, and there's been the mistrust ever since. Like Batista was like, "Well, you cut Orton aside. When are you gonna get rid of me?" Yep. You know there was that. Because Triple H was kind of was uh, jealous. Yeah, it's a good it's good storytelling that you just don't see no more. It was exactly. a great like year long angle basically. So my number five, sticking with modern times, my most modern on my list. Because it happened nine days ago. <laughs> uh, ba- Bailey turns on Sasha. I mean, it's only nine days old, but I'm banking on the fact 
nice. that their matches are going to be killer. Like they're oh, going to yeah. knock it out of the park. What happened five years ago can, can still be relevant. I mean, now. this is. Well, I'm interested in the the, the reverse now. Yes, yeah. we've got yeah. Sasha is the baby face. Yes. Bailey is the heel. Um, Bailey is the ultimate Karen that the store managers of a retail <laughs> yeah. establishment yeah. have to get by. <laughs> yeah, her Karen intensified that uh, SmackDown there. Yeah, yeah. Super Saiyan Karen. <laughs> <laughs> managers over nine thousand. Yeah. Uh, the turn itself was well done. I mean, we were expecting some sort of turn, but I think a lot of people expected Sasha to turn on Bailey well, rather so than the other way around. Even if you're expecting something, doesn't mean it, it's it's bad or wrong. Yeah. You could, it could still blow you away. Yeah. In so the that, way it was done, it was much more vicious than I think anybody expected. Yeah, right. That was a good swerve. Yes. Bro. Bro. So that's my number five. Uh, let's go to number four. My number four is also pretty modern. I want to say it's a few years old, but it's uh, Kevin Owens turning on Chris Jericho. The Festival mm-hmm. of Friendship. Yeah. Which almost didn't happen. Uh, Triple H almost uh, cut the cord Nixed in that it. one yep. until uh, Jericho fought for it tooth and nail. Fuck you, Jericho. 2020. Yeah. But if you don't even know about this, it's, it's huge. Was this in Canada? I can't remember if it was in Canada or not. I don't remember. I think it was in Vegas. Oh, because yeah, oh, it was, it was in the Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, 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 right? yeah, 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 yeah. But it was this huge festival going on. It's just typical Jericho fashion where he's over the top, but what he was doing three or four or five years ago in WWE was over, like we're yeah. over. Well, and the whole point was like he's doing all this stuff that oh, celebrate Kevin, celebrate Kevin, celebrate yeah. Kevin, and Kevin's like, well, I got you a gift too, right? And so he gives him the gift, and Jericho opens it up, and it said, oh, it's a new list of Jericho. Jericho. Like, and he holds yes. it up, and he holds it up, and he kind of looks at it, and he says, wait, why is my, my name, name on, on here? And he turns it around, and says, list of Owens, and boom, boom. I mean, just brilliant time, like the way everything was done in time, that. Should have been the Universal Title match at Mania. Right. Absolutely. And like I said, it almost didn't happen. They want to do some bullshit, typical, yeah, bland, raw, whatever. Yep. With Cole not selling it, or not giving a shit. Exactly. But this is one of the shining spots the last four or five years of Raw for me. Besides, the, like the I Sasha agree. Bailey stuff, you know. Well, but they've been SmackDown. SmackDown. Why not? Just in the company in general. I mean, yeah. it's, it's something that, like, honestly, it sticks in, it sticks out in my brain. Yes. And, no, that's that's number four for me. It's Jericho Owens. I love it. It's one I did not think of. I'll say. It's great. Well, thank you. Yeah. The custody of Dominic, the 05 Ray and Eddie series. Yeah, we're still we're still feeling the ramifications yeah, yeah. of that angle. Yes. We didn't talk about it yet. Dominic Mysterio on he Raw. Looks right good. Now. He's looking good. I think but, his his, uh, his feud with Seth should go away for a while. Yeah. Keep on wrestling each other. But go ahead and yeah. But yeah, it started at Mania 21. As you know, they were they were tag team champs. Yep. Do, yeah. And lost the champs. And I remember that brain buster on the steps. And then just the ladder match. Very vicious personal feud. Yes. I'm your poppy. Yeah. It just... It's unfortunate that that was like the last of Eddie we ever saw. Yeah. Because he passed away in November, right? Yeah, and that was pretty much summer into summer. fall of 05. Yeah, because yeah, SummerSlam was the ladder match. Yep. As like corny as that like that stipulation was at SummerSlam. Great fucking match. But it was a great match yeah. and still a great story. Yeah. I mean, I, it got it got vinced up, but yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the actual matches and promos were great. I mean, these are all... These are two of the better wrestlers of all time, yeah, and especially of their generation. I mean, yeah, it was it was fantastic, and that was one that I would I had down actually as an honorable mention in my list. But like I said, we're still feeling the ramifications. Uh, Fifteen years later, Dominic's down making his 
his pro wrestling debut, I suppose. Yep. I feel like he sh- he should hit NXT here when this feud is done. Really and, should, and then yes. build his way up. Yes, you know, like a normal, typical er- guy. Stripes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so my number four, uh, I actually don't care for either one of these people at all, but it created a star, which is Matt Hardy, Lita, Ooh. break up, Ooh. Edge. Real life happens yeah. on screen. Oh, five. And this really is what took Edge from mid-card to main event heel, right. is this feud. Because this made the fans fucking hate Edge. Him and Lita were over his heels. Right. You know, he big didn't want, time. He didn't want to sell merch, right? I mean, he went that deep. Yeah. Went... I mean, it was heel to the core. I mean, the rated R superstar. They started doing all like the, the you know, make out session, you know, yeah, like ridiculous. The live sex. The live yeah. sex yeah. deal. And, I mean, this directly led to him cashing in Money in the Bank on John Cena, New Year's Revolution. Which I still don't understand how the WrestleMania match was in Edge versus Cena, how it got to Triple H. I don't know, but <laughs> politics, pal. Yeah, I mean, it did give us the the Edge Foley thing, which you know, was good. Twenty two, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, which I love that match. So I mean, it, it did pay off in in a way, but yeah. not necessarily the way that I think most people expected. And if you remember, uh, Matt Hardy was released for a while, and yeah, he because was of his angle too. Yeah, he. Yeah, he came back as Adam Copeland. This you bastard that you know. Yep. He, it was watch me in Ring of Honor. He's nope. getting dragged away by oh, the man. security and all that. Everything. Money. Yeah, it was one of the first real kind of like shoot yeah. angles that the WWE did. But they were still smart enough to know like this is going to make monster money. Yeah, we could still yeah. hate each other in real life, but the chemistry's still there, and it worked. And it worked. They man. put on good matches. Put on damn good matches. I mean, probably some of the best of Matt Hardy's career. But goddamn, fuck you, Rabbi Hardy. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> and this is what spiraled Matt out of control. So yeah, married now her. He's, he's broken. Uh, number three, Turner. The Rockers break up. Wow. Ooh. Yeah, you know, Sean kicking Marty through the uh, the barbershop window there. I mean, he was tr- Marty was trying to escape. Didn't you listen to Heenan? Heenan, Yeah, Heenan I mean, will tell you one thing. But uh, Marty was being pretty cowardly, I thought. Well, look at Marty now. You know, yeah. Marty's out there as an alleged... Murderer. In that a, was just an angle. Just ah, he's yeah, working. Yeah, you, you call he's it. a worker. Uh, but this is one of those things where they, they talk about it to this day. It's been almost 30 years. Like Whenever a tag team breaks up, who's the Sean, who's the Marty? Yep. That's it. It stops and begins there with it's who's the Sean, who's the Marty. And, and it's mm-hmm. these negative connotations that are attached to Marty when you say that. It's, it's too bad. It sucks, yeah. really, because Marty's a hell of a worker. It's like, darn, I get an icy title run for a couple of months and stick yeah. around? Yeah. And leave and stick around and leave and stick around and leave? He, he got, he, he's been fired more times than anyone ever by fans. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it's iconic. There's nothing more you can say than, than, than Sean and Marty breaking up the Rockers. Number three. How about Brett breaking up with America in 97? Ooh. You motherfucker. I did not copy off you. Look it! Well, do we want to do you want to save the long one for when you go? We'll save the long breakdown for you. Yeah, we we, we okay. can uh, shoot at it when you go. We'll, we'll do, do that. that. Uh, my number three, Batista Evolution. <laughs> uh, I kind of went into detail on it before, but yeah, yeah Batista Evolution. 
So let's go to number twos. My number, yeah. You Nate, might as well just get into it. Nate stole from you. Bret Hart turns out <coughs> American wrestling fans. And it's such a weird dichotomy because he was such a baby face in Canada. This is post-WrestleMania 13 where he's a whiny little petulant bitch, right? Yeah. yeah. And and Austin's getting over like Rover. He's still he's still climbing. He's he's there, but he, but it's, now it's about Bret Hart, too, in a sense, where whenever you're south of the Canadian border, man, uh, it's just Key. harsh booze. And they had a lot of Raws in Canada that year. Yeah, right. they did. So that, there was a lot of that, like, Canadian bouncing back and forth. Yeah. Was that was little... perhaps the hottest pay-per-view of all time. And shortest, right? It was like an hour and 45 minutes or something the, like that. Yeah. yeah. That's why I put it over as my top two-hour pay-per-view of all it's time. It's probably the best in your house. I don't know if that's even really debated, but it's, yeah. Yeah, by far. And, and this Bret Hart's 1987 in general is one to be debated, but I love his promos that year. I love his attitude, his turn. I just love that year in wrestling. I mean, I would say January to November 97 is the best 10 months of Brett's career. I don't don't disagree. I don't disagree at all. My favorite Bret Hart match is in there at 13th against Austin. Right, yeah. Good match at some point. It starts with that double turn. Yep. You know, that's what started it all. And those crowds were just just so rambunctious and raucous and, and like you haven't seen anything like it since where you're a baby face in one country so hard and a heel in the yeah. other. Yeah, it just doesn't it, happen. It just doesn't happen. And I'm, I'm so pissed that you took that away from yeah. me. You said that, man. Because I was, was going to shock you guys with that one. Like the Shockmaster? The shock, well, there's a... <laughs> him with <laughs> that piece of wood. <laughs> just, just think about it this way. Duggan would still get pops in Canada doing USA. Yeah. Brett would say something about Canada and the USA and dead, get yeah. booed. What was the what was the uh, the promo? He's like, if they had an enema, they they stick the hose in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, or something like that. I, like it was just <laughs> yeah, shit like that, man. It was just it was great. All right, Nate, number two, Rockers. My number two, Marty Jannetty, cowardly jumps through the barbershop window. I mean, to me, quite frankly, when you think of a tag team breakup, you think of the kick, throw through the window, Heenan talking about him escaping. Yeah. I Just brilliant all the way around. And they've been teasing it. They had the um, Survivor Series 91 where uh, Marty's going to body slam one of the um, nasty, boys. nasty boys. And when he does it, the boot hits Sean in the face, takes Sean down because Sean was holding the other one. And it's a boom, land, one, two, three. That leads to them losing their Survivor Series match. And that was kind of the beginning of it. But then they were going to make up on the barbershop. And they did, like, the hug it out. And then, bam. Boom. That was just Is brilliant. that your number two or number one? It's my number two. Oh. The, I love the subliminal thing. Sean was in all black, too. Yes. If you think about it. He was in all heel black. With the, the little leather jacket. Yep. yep. So, number one. My number one is the Mega Powers Explode. Nate? Yeah. Number one, Mega Powers Explode. (laughs) I mean, just... That's a too sweet. I mean, too sweet. I kind of thought everybody was going to go Rockers number one. That's why I was... I was debating it, even up to the last few minutes there. I mean... So was I there. How much better do you get than a WrestleMania main event? Uh, uh, Hogan, Savage... Savage. Full one-year build. Yeah. I mean, straight from the main event of WrestleMania 4 all the way through the main event of WrestleMania 5... Um, they had the, the SummerSlam deal. And actually, if you really count, 
You go through. I, I could say you could take so that. Saturday night's main event. Well, no, you could take that all the way through till No Holds Barred in '89. This oh yeah, that, yeah, because yeah, no, yeah, there was a tag match. Because there was a tag Slam. match at SummerSlam, and then there was the cage oh, the match cage in the movie. Yeah, in the, the, yeah, the match in the movie. You're talking about '89 SummerSlam. Yeah, '89 yeah, SummerSlam. Macho and Zeus and Hogan Beefcake. Yep. Right, yeah. So, this feud was basically 18 months or more long. And it wasn't boring. No. And the wild card is Miss Elizabeth, too, and all that. Who got super over through this angle. and Her sh- Sherry. Oh, Sherry was great. The lady, the first lady of WWF. Yep. I mean, the, the whole thing was just great. I mean, you had the SummerSlam 88, which should have been a total, like, blood match. But... It ended up getting way over. It had the finish with Miss Elizabeth, which at the time was this really risque and she moment. Took the bottom off. Yeah, oh. Target by the way has a Miss Elizabeth SummerSlam '88. Hey, will you uh, will you buy it for me? <laughs> um, <laughs> my store is out of stock of it now. Mine. I I actually bought the uh, Ravishing Rick Rude figure that we on. had. We have a Weasel Bobby Heenan though. That I'm thinking about. Ooh, yeah. I already have a Heenan. But I, I might have, have to get a suit. Though? I don't have a weasel suit here. I'm about to get that so we can manage wrath. Exactly. <laughs> your your feds weasel champ. wrath. Yeah. I I think Mega Powers exploding is a great way to send this show off next week. If big we show. big show Paul White the Go Big Show. <laughs> yeah. no, uh, we're gonna have the new replacement Fifth Wise Mark. We'll be in attendance. Very royal, very noble. Very noble guy. Yeah. Very noble. Very distinguished. A lord, I would say. Yeah. Not wrong in saying that. Yeah. And he will be here. P.S. Uh, and Maynard. Yes. Yeah. P.S. Maynard yeah. might be here. Yeah. Depending on the train schedule. We'll see. Maybe the see train if, will stop here. See if Soul Train Mark. Jones can, can <laughs> get in. Uh, ice train. Say, anybody else have any Hope honorable train. mentions for some turns? I mean, I kind of mentioned a couple that you guys did as as were my. I'm surprised mentions. nobody brought up Hogan turning on Savage at Bash at the Beach. Oh, the whole eh, I thought about it. I, I mean, thought about it. Too. I didn't consider that as like a breakup because him and Savage weren't like well, they super still, tight well, on they screen. They still were kind of because yeah. they were uncensored. I mean, they did the uncensored thing, but I didn't consider that like they didn't look at it as a breakup. They looked at him as turning it on the fans more than anything. I, right. You could say Hogan and the fans. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I considered, but I threw out the NWO breakup because, quite frankly, I don't think it ever paid off the way we would have liked. It should have paid off in Morgan. Like, yeah, there were some cool moments of Wolfpack Hollywood, okay. but it didn't really pay off in a way that was satisfying. It's word, bro. Exactly. Bro. Uh, I mean, I also considered Triple H Shawn Michaels 2002. Oh, I did yeah, think about yeah, that one too. Yeah. But they weren't really aligned. It was just like we used to be friends, right? And then and now we're we hate definitely each other. not friends. Well, yeah. they went that like two minute gimmick to bring in DX back and drop yeah. the pedigree. Yeah. Then almost turning it, and then nope. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. So we are out of here. Peace. Peace.